0: I didn't realize I recorded that whole thing.
1: Did you really? Nice. <laughs> this is Penn
0: Sunday School, and to our
1: listening ears, all nature sings and round us rings the music of the sea. Here we go. This is Penn Sunday School.
2: Brothers, sisters, siblings, welcome to Penn Sunday School, starring Penn Gillette. My name is Michael Goodow. Matt's on the road, with Penn ready. Rich and I are broadcasting from Show Creator Studios South here in Las Vegas. On today's show, Penn is returned from Australia. We'll heal more of his excellent adventures down under with big chickens and the Lord of the
1: Fries.
2: Here he is preaching love. It's Mr. Penn Gillette.
1: Preaching love with residual tahini. <laughs> I've, been eating, um, I've been eating much better. I came back from... Uh, Lord of the Friesville. Lord of the Friesville (laughs) from Australia with my weight, uh, the highest it's been in seven years. Yikes. Really bad. Almost half of my big weight loss gained back. Wow. That's a lot. Terrible. Really terrible. And I've been doing that over over a while and I came back immediately, got back into the groove. Nice. So I've been eating really well, dropped like six pounds in five days, you know, just no French fries. That goes right away, (laughs) right away. It was really good. It felt really good. So I've been eating earlier in the day. Yeah, yeah. A lot of salads and stuff, and I just found myself very hungry between the two shows. So um, Ready Rich gave me some tahini. Whole tahini. Whole tahini. Whole tahini. And I've had tahini before. I had to be careful about this because tahini's a gate, uh, you know, a yeah. gate drug. Gateway, yeah. Gateway <laughs> drug to um, peanut butter. Of course it is. It's, it's just is. peanut butter. But this is whole tahini. Said husks in it had a bitterness to it that's really nice. But it <laughs> it does we're gonna hear about it for the whole show. <laughs> you are because it's it's living in my um uh, it's living my mouth. It's very, very sticky. It's very dense, very sticky. Uh, stuff, but delicious. So yeah, Australia was a um was a trip. I want to talk a little bit about this. Um my friend my friend Renee French, who uh did those wonderful yeah. cartoons, go check out Renee French. You'll see me playing the character BC. Yeah. Renee French is down there with her husband, Rob Pike. Yeah. They live in Sydney and Rob is a scientist. Mm-hmm. And as you know, a very, 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 Sydney. very, very good friend of mine. They have, uh, they're expats. Well, yes. Rob's a more complicated expat because he's Canadian actually. And then lived in the U S for 30 years. And now he's an Australian citizen. Right. And Renee's an Australian citizen, even though she's from Jersey. <laughs> and they've been living down there, well, more than 10 they've years. been there a long time, yeah. Maybe 15 years. And I was talking to them, because I spent a lot of time with them in Australia, because they're very good friends of mine. And they said this thing that I'd never heard anybody say. Maybe a lot of people say it, but I never heard anybody say it directly to me. They said, once you're out of the USA for a while, and I wasn't out long enough, but they said the major difference in the United States- and Australia, and even Britain, and I brought this up to Jandro yeah about Spain, the major difference is so much of America is based on fear. Yeah. And when they said that, it just hit me like a diamond bullet that if you look at the gun debate, every single side of the gun debate is driven by fear. Absolute fear every kind of fear. Yeah. I mean the the abortion debate is driven by fear. So much of technology is driven by fear. Right.
2: Immigration.
1: Yeah. And they said that in Australia it's not like everything is safe. It's not. Nothing. Every every piece of nature wants to kill you. Well no, you know, Rob said that that is that is just simply not true. That everybody says that, that's a standard joke, most poisonous snakes, most poisonous spiders. But he said, you have to look at the numbers. Right. And he said, really, the uh, the brown recluse in the United States and the rattlesnake do more damage than all the spiders and snakes in Uh Australia. He said, people just don't interact with them, and uh,
2: people don't die from it. (laughs) When I landed at the airport in Cairns, I got outside and uh, we drove to Port Douglas, and I went, this is it, I'm moving here. It's the most beautiful spot in the world. It's like Maui, but inexpensive. Houses worth three hundred thousand dollars on the beach and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I looked into it, you couldn't get into the water because of the
1: box jellies and the saltwater crocs. <laughs> but he said those, are, you know, those are only part of the part of Totally part of it, yeah. yeah. But anyway, there is there is dangerous stuff. People right. are people are killed and, by other people, and people are assaulted by other people. But he said that it was so weird to move into, uh, beware of alligators, yeah, um, <laughs> that some people, um, when he moved into his place, right, they bought an apartment. All right. I don't know, condo, I don't know the real estate the deal. Technical term. Yeah. But they bought a place and he said that, uh, bought the place and paid for it and got a key and uh, said to the doorman, you know, they live in a nice place. Uh, we'll, get, we'll get the locks changed. He said, why? <laughs> <laughs> and he said, that answer kind of meant everything to him. When you, when you watch TV from the U.S., everything is just pumping this fear thing. Yeah. And uh, I do not want to diminish the dangers in the U.S. I mean, the, the gun violence is unspeakable, but it's still a small number, and you could, what I want to say, we could work to make things safer. We could work to make things more equitable. We could work for all sorts of things without having to do it all with fear. That doesn't have to be the only motivator.
2: When the argument starts, somebody throws it out first. And then somebody responds to it. And so it has just continued to escalate until now. We're just screaming at the top of our lungs about being afraid of everything.
1: Yeah. And it's every side of it afraid of it. Yeah. And I mean, I try to tell my children, the school shootings that happened are terrible, terrible, terrible. And the suffering is unbelievable. And anything we can do to alleviate that and make it so it doesn't happen again, we should do. But. You do not need to be afraid when you go to school. Right. And that distinction seems to be very, very, very important because both sides, the gun control people, right. say you're going to get shot right where you are in your school, you're going to be shot. You'll be shot. The great people going to be shot. You'll be shot. Everybody's got to have a gun. Give the teachers guns. Yeah. No, no. You, you, the, we no. haven't. No, that's wrong. All right. Okay. And then they say we're going to be shot. We're going to be shot. We're going to be shot. What are we going to do? Get the guns off the street. We're going to be shot. We're going to be shot because shot. We're terrified of getting shot. And then the other side says they're going to take all our guns away. the Government's going to come. Going to take it all. You know, we're really, really afraid. Whereas both sides could say this is a this is a bad problem. Let's try to fix it. But by the way, you're not going to get shot. And by the way, the government's not going to take away all your rights. Right. Those. That's not going to happen. And then as I say this, I can hear people saying, but yeah, some people are going to get shot. Those people that were shot, yes. And there's, it's terrible. And there's, the suffering is, 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 is unbearable, unspeakable. I can't imagine it. But that doesn't mean that my children need to be afraid in order to help other people. And I think that distinction is really, really important. Uh, I think that uh, it just hit me very heavily, and they said they didn't feel it going away till five years living out of the U.S. Huh. They said you can understand it intellectually, but you won't feel it till you live out of the U.S. for like five years. And they said then, when you watch news from the U.S., you just go. They, they motivate everything on, on on fear. Yeah, all the politics stuff. Just yeah. was a really, really powerful thing to say. I thought.
2: Well, also people are. You know, we, we, we joke about our job being selling soap. Yeah. And, and people have to sell soap. And the way you sell soap is to get attention. Yeah. And so the media is certainly partly to blame for that.
1: I mean, uh, yeah. Yeah. As you know, uh, n- another friend of mine said, uh, you know, when you're in seventh grade, you read about the fall of the Roman Empire. And it says, you know, they were eating off lead plates. <laughs> they had lead water pipes, lead, lead, lead. It made them weak, stupid, and crazy, and the Roman Empire fell. And he said, now we've got the internet <laughs> yeah. and mass media, and it's making us weak, stupid, and crazy, and it's destroying our country. And what, are we not going to notice it? Do you think about it? It's, 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 it's amazing. I'll tell you, when I got off uh, social media, it, uh, it changed things a lot. I just found myself not as, uh, right, you know, crazy, You know, trying to correct everybody on everything. Yeah. My dad is into that now for some reason. Internet stuff? Yeah, I'd
2: argue with everybody on the internet. And that yeah. worries me a lot.
1: There was a uh, cartoon, I think a very famous and important cartoon, probably in the New Yorker, that said, you know, s- someone sitting at a computer and saying, uh, uh, their spouse yelling to them come on to bed, and them answering, I can't right now, someone's still wrong on the internet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I think I just misquoted that, but that was the idea of it.
2: But there was a time, remember when it started, and how involved in that, I believe, both of us were. Yeah. And then just learning, oh, you know what, this is not working out for anybody. I'm frustrated, they're frustrated,
1: I think I'll just do something else. (laughs) And sometimes they're not frustrated. I mean, what we found out was, um, uh, there are kinds of people, you know, which we are calling trolls, that can thrive on that forever. I think Donald Trump is one of them. Yeah, yeah. But I'll be being in Australia and watching the Supreme Court and the um, and the January sixth hearings, uh, and then you know, we as we flew in, there was a Fourth of July shooting, and I think that when you have a shooting at the Fourth of July parade, the rest of the world goes, yeah. I mean, it's just like, what? We, that's exactly what you expect in the United States. It's, it's horrible. And I was talking to Hondro and I said, you know, in Spain, do you feel motivated by fear? He said, no, but you can feel it in the U.S. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, so you all know this, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> How come none of you said anything? <laughs> well, you know, we can't see it. It's like, it's like water to a fish. And even what I'm explaining is not clear. I know that I don't understand it, because I would say it back to Rob and Renee, and they'd go, no, live out of the country for five years, and then see. You'll you'll really feel it. you really feel it.
0: I've had so, some success in talking about this specific topic. Do you want to hear about it now? Yeah. Going by the statistics. I can't get the word out. <laughs> Statistically. Thank you. If somebody shoots you with a gun, it's going to be you, and maybe your spouse. Mm-hmm. Are you afraid of you,
1: or maybe your spouse? Exactly, yeah. Uh, We just had, we had a a really crazy group of milestones that were passed. All violence, this includes Ukraine, all violence in the world does not add up to all suicides in the world. Wow. If you are to be killed at the hand of another human being, it is overwhelmingly likely to be you. Right. And next choice is your spouse. Right. Um before you get to a stranger it's it 's quite a ways down right yeah
2: well, you know it 's like the
1: and the other weird thing and we we can 't even go into this because we don 't know anything, but the rich countries have a suicide rate twenty four times higher than the poorest countries, yeah
2: <sighs> well if, if uh if Harari's correct, yeah. hunters and gatherers worked fourteen hours a week. <laughs> You know
1: what I mean? That gave you some some time to relax. Yeah,
2: hang out with your friends. Yeah, learn what your friends
1: like to do. Well, the more you look at it, it's possible that all of uh, the whole problem is caused by agriculture. Fucking wheat, <laughs> 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 it's all fucking wheat. once again, wheat.
2: <laughs> once again, it's the wheat that's got us.
1: So you were in. Uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be talking about Australia <laughs> often months forever. probably. But right now, how was Australia? What the fuck were they thinking? I in don't know
2: what. Okay. <laughs> Two and a half weeks ago, I just get a call out of nowhere saying, "Hey, you want to juggle on a uh, do some strolling juggling in Skagway, Alaska?" I was like, "Yeah, I would like to." Just, Who called you? And and just that one of the agencies here in town. Really, I was filling in for Vinny's show, mm-hmm. and uh, the 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 manager of that room, Chris, uh, worked with this agency, and mm-hmm. they said, "You don't know need jugglers." And They went, "Yeah, this guy's here." So they just called me out of nowhere, cold called out of the blue would you like to do some strolling, juggling, in Skagway? And I said, well, yeah, tell me Where more. Where the fuck is Skagway? Alaska, way up in Alaska. What do you mean way up in Alaska? R- further not, north? Not of- further. No, not further north in Alaska. Not even the northiest. Okay. Not even the middle of Alaska. Okay. It's the southern not, tip n- of Alaska. Not Gnomish. Not Gnomish. No, way southern tip of Alaska. Okay, good. So, uh, and they said, well, we, we, we need you to do some strolling, juggling, in Skagway. But it's really hard to fly and expensive to fly into Skagway, so we're going to put you on a cruise and you're going to ride the cruise ship up to Skagway and then you're going to get off in Skagway and, and juggle in the streets for two hours. What? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, it turns out it's uh, 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 Royal Caribbean was having one of their, their fancy president's cruises where the president of the company goes on a cruise and they wanted to have a special events going on in Skagway while we were there. And so they said, you know, can you do this? And I went, yeah, great. And they said, we need a magician. I don't I know all the magicians. I will call and find you guys a magician. And I started calling and every magician on earth was booked that week. <laughs> <laughs> and after a day of calling magicians they went, "Well, how about a second
1: juggler?" Could you get somebody? So you knew this was going to happen before you got up there? <laughs> you were part of it? <laughs> Booking all jugglers. No, 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 not that
2: part of it. I, I they I said, "Yeah, do you, do you know another juggler you guys could do two-person juggling?" I of course wept with joy. <laughs> And called our pal Rich Ross. Okay, and you know dancing and peeing in my pants. I was so excited. I was left. I left forty five messages for Rich in, a qu- in about three minutes. <laughs> call me, call me, call me, call me. <laughs> and so they hired Rich and I to get on this ship in, in Seattle and cruise for three or four days up to Skagway. Now you weren't to work on the ship. Nope. No, we were passengers on the ship. You know we had how a passenger much cabin. I would hate that? Oh, it's so great. You know how much um, I would hate that? I know how much you would. But you don't leave your room. There's there's a Starbucks on the ship. Oh, there is a Starbucks on yeah. the ship? And a table?
0: Yeah. And a comfortable chair? <laughs> yeah. And Wi-Fi. You would love it.
2: And Wi-Fi. Okay. Kind of. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. What? <laughs> New Wi-Fi coming in. New Wi-Fi coming in starting like in a week. But <laughs> right now, it's pretty slow. So... Rich and I get on the boat. We're very excited. We're hanging out. We're riding along on a boat. We get to Skagway, but actually, the the, the day we're getting on the ship, Rich finds online there's a performer on the ship, and it's Jason Garfield. <laughs> so our juggler pal Jason Garfield is on the ship. So we have this. We have we have a, a full day of debate. Should we tell Jason we're on the ship, or should we just take a photo at his show with him in the background and send it to him? (laughs) But the magician who did end up going on the ship blabbed and told Jason Garfield we were there. Oh, that's ruined It ruined our fun. But uh, we had a great time hanging out with Jason Garfield, and then...
1: So you saw Jason's show? We saw Jason's show. You
2: saw Jason in the wild? We saw Jason in the wild doing shows... And not just for jugglers. We've
1: only seen Jason yeah, sure, seen I know, for jugglers. I know. No one's ever seen him in the wild. It was I actually, great. I, I did see him do a show here at the library. It was
2: fantastic. Jason is terrific.
1: Uh, it was really funny, really enjoyable.
2: And he talks about you, and you do like a video intro on the show. I Joe, not, do. I do a video intro. You do a video intro for his uh, nutrition stuff. He's also pumping his nutrition stuff.
1: Uh, <laughs> is, it a, is it good? My intro?
2: Yeah, it's really good. Really great. Yeah, you said a lot of nice things about it. <laughs> I was thinking of having you do one for me, but I didn't know. that I, could. I don't think I can compare to that video. So <laughs> so Jason, uh, we hung out and practiced with Jason on the ship and stuff. And practicing
1: with Jason is hard, though. Because uh, practicing with me, you're just throwing stuff around and right. joking. And that's what Rich and I were doing.
2: We were throwing stuff around joking. Jason stopped us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, no, You you can't do that. You got to do this. Mm-hmm. You have to do this when you're, we were like.
1: Keep your Weird. feet right in that yeah. place. <laughs> we're just wandering around. Just, just yeah.
2: You know, only do six throws. Mm-hmm. What? Why would I? I'm, I'm just passing clubs, man. <laughs> no, no. You just do six throws and stop, and then do seven throws and stop. It was very, very specific. Very yeah, funny. Yes,
1: yeah, he, he has systems for
2: everything. He's got systems for everything,
1: and he's all, He's right. He's of course I he's mean, right. I don't, if, he's not right about everything, but you get better faster. If you, with Jason. if you want to be juggling
2: better, he is correct.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if your plan is to fuck around on the street in Skagway, who gives a he's, darn? <laughs> he's not good at fucking around. No. Did you just say if you're planning on fucking uh, around, who gives a darn? Yeah. <laughs> one of the greatest sentences ever. Thank you. I think that's the title of the show, by the way. <laughs> if you're fucking around, who gives a darn? Uh, <laughs> so uh, so you just how many times did you see his show? Just once? No, I said through both of them.
2: He only did two shows? <laughs> he only did two shows. That's what, most ships are like that. Most ships, you have two shows on one night. So you'll do, you know, whatever, 45 minutes or an hour long show, and then an hour later, you'll do it again, and then you... Spend the rest of the week, you know, in your room, typing or reading. So or- you
1: have a better room than Jason?
2: Yes. <laughs> 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 yes. We have a really nice, large passenger cabin. You each had one? No, we, we've had to share it, uh-huh. which is fine. It doesn't, you know, no big deal. But was, we had a great cabin with big windows and uh, just delightful. And, and Rich and I are having a blast. We're, you know, we're having fancy salads and going to dinner every night and uh, just hanging around on the ship, we get to Skagway. We hop off the boat. We meet in this one room there, and they said, "Well, you know, you guys, want, we want you to do you know a few minutes on, a few minutes off for the next three hours, and uh, you're done." <laughs> so, were you good? Oh yeah, we were great actually, because when you change it from strolling, juggling as an individual to two people. It, it it's no longer, I, I call strolling, juggling, struggling. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, to, with two people, we pass, we do like four jokes, and we get one of the people from that party of people into the middle, we do a pass around around them. Sure. And so 300- You know, I
1: passed around the Temptations. Yeah. See? You know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, on, my, on the Mike Douglas show, Ooh. Mike Motion and I in 1974, <laughs> You must have been eight. Yeah. yeah, that was great. Passed around. Well, I was I was a baby. Yeah, Passed sure. around the Temptations, <laughs> all four of the Temptations. Oh man, that's that's a lot. Yeah, and four, knocked four a, a lot. Not a
2: cigarette out of one of their mouths. Wow, that's that's pretty hardcore. I wouldn't do that now. Yeah, you know what I mean. We were on, we were on TV and we were <laughs> children. You had to. Yeah, at that point, you needed it. <laughs> 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 so there. I mean, we did. Many, many, many pat with everyone in Skagway, <laughs> <laughs> because you can you get a pass around, and the most beautiful giant snow-covered mountains behind you. It was great. We had a great. Now did game. Jason work Skagway? No, no. Jason didn't even get off the ship in Skagway. <laughs> he didn't go to watch you. Yeah, no, no. No, he said, "Oh, maybe I'll get up and watch you guys." And we knew he was lying, so (laughs) (laughs) he didn't. And then, uh, and uh, so we walked around, you know, Skagway and juggled and just had a great day. And the best weather Alaska has ever had—really, eighty degrees and sunny everywhere we went in Alaska. It was sunny and beautiful, which it never is. It's always you know kind of cold and rainy. It's pretty rare to be warm. We had a great week. And then on the ship for the next three days, we did. Uh, half hour sets just one each day Oh, that's as nice. a little strolling thing which was great on the ship on the ship so they they booked you on the ship too so they let us yeah but again not doing shows just strolling okay. so you know rich and i would find someone and chat with them and juggle for them and then pass around them and that's nice yeah it was a really great great trip and it was it was cool because we yeah you know, obviously alaska is unbelievable it's beautiful it, it you can't overstate I mean, I was taking pictures of waterfalls as we went by them on the ship, and then I finally went, fuck it, I can't take any more waterfall photos. There are four waterfalls on this one cliff alone. <laughs> <laughs> it is unbelievably beautiful. And then also looking out on the deck, where there, we're a rich uh, oceanic biologist, we're, we spot mola molas from the ship. What are mola molas? You know those giant sunfish? Oh, yeah. The, the uh. It's a fucking baby whale, that guy. <laughs> That's the fish. Uh-huh. That's the fish. We saw six of those from the deck of the ship in one day, which has to be a world record, I think, for Mola Molas.
1: <laughs> but Just an unbelievable trip. So I, I, I'm interested in the business of this. Okay. They hired you to do street performing on the street. Yeah. And then was it already hired to be on the ship after? No. They, it was part of the
2: same party. Part of the same event. Mm -hmm. So at any of the president's pop-up events on the ship, like they would be handing out glasses of champagne, they would have us go and juggle for 30 minutes during that time.
1: And they liked you.
2: Yep. Uh, I, You know, I spoke to no one who who worked on the ship or for any of the stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But my feeling is that there must be many, many videos of us passing around people everywhere on the ship and everywhere in Skagway. And what a, uh, that was my last state. I've now been to all 50 states. Oh,
1: well that brings up a very important thing. <laughs> really? Uh, Teller and I. Yes. Are going to have our 50th anniversary come up. Yeah. In 2025. Yes. 2025 is our 50th anniversary of Penn and Teller working together. There are four states we have not played. <laughs> we have not played North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, Montana, and maybe Iowa. I I know that's five. (laughs) But there's something like around five states we've not played. Yeah? I know it's the Dakotas. I know it's Wyoming. I know it's Montana. And there might be another one, like Iowa. Right. Okay. Or Idaho. Ohio or Idaho. No, Ohio we played.
2: Idaho seems possible. There are uh,
1: some Native American casinos. Mm -hmm. So I have been pushing... With Glenn, and he's been answering very patiently, <laughs> shut up, uh, 50 for 50. Yeah. 50 for 50. For the 50th anniversary, we would have played all 50 states. That's that's a good idea. Now, I talked to Handsome Jack, who's from Montana, and Handsome Jack said, you can't, you can't play Wyoming. You can't get 3,000 people in Wyoming. And I said, I don't care. We just play a coffee shop. <laughs> just say we played there and glenn goes we can't get in and out of those places you can't fly in you can't fly you can't fly into wyoming <laughs> glenn said i have a friend with a bus <laughs> <laughs> i'm not doing a lance burton we played bus. wyoming just so you know <laughs> where'd you play in wyoming
2: uh, uh it was a performing arts
1: center in a small town really yeah how many seats uh, a thousand maybe oh so kind of too small for us yeah but okay, it's Wyoming. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's Wyoming. It's a beautiful spot. Really? We I stayed at some hot springs right near there
1: for a week. <laughs> yeah, we're not I'm not going to go to what are, We remember <laughs> the Wi-Fi who you're is talking pretty good. That's what that's what you bring up. Anyway, but don't you think we should finish up the 50? I
2: think you should do all 50. Yeah. That would be a uh, uh, quite an accomplishment.
1: So you've not been to Australia? Uh,
2: uh, I've never been to Alaska, and I'm very excited to have been. It was Alaska is uh, unbelievably beautiful. Yeah, I, I don't sure. think you can overstate
1: it. I it, it yeah. was unbelievable. Well, have you been to Newfoundland? I have not. Yeah, Newfoundland is 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 kind of vibes yeah, out the same. way. I think way. it's
2: the same thing, yeah. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, we're supposed to go there for the eclipse, eclipse yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, with Lawrence Krauss. Yes. We'll be there. So that'll be uh, that'll be an exciting time. <laughs> I'm up to 42. You've been to 42 states? Yep. But you'll never get alaska and hawaii because you're seasickness, right right
0: it's possible i could drive to alaska if i have enough time off well if you need somebody to drive with you let me know
1: how far is it from uh, vegas to alaska way (laughs) how many
2: miles okay directions from my house to just alaska didn't uh didn't specify Mm -hmm. it is 58 hours 55 hours 3,358 miles. This route crosses through Canada. Canada. <laughs> That's the warning. Could crosses through Canada. Is that round trip or just the one way? One way. 55 hours one way. I must have plugged it in wrong. <laughs> you didn't start at my house. You started at your house, which is a, <laughs> <laughs> a lot closer to Alaska than mine.
0: <laughs> but I did do the Dakotas and Wyoming just last week. You just did them?
2: <laughs>
0: I don't recommend them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm starting a forty hour
1: drive tomorrow morning. Yeah. Oh yeah. But you're going right across the middle of the country.
2: Right across the middle of the country through Colorado to stop in Glenwood Springs and sit in the hot. Now park.
1: is that cheaper than flying?
2: Uh it, when you add in the car rentals this year, which are still out of their damned minds, yes. But also I have I have uh I have like I said ten days in Virginia Beach. And then I'm going to kiteboard with Rich Ross and Scotty Meltzer for a week. And then I'm going to go to colin Michigan to the convention there for a week. Has that already passed? Not this year. Last year it did. <laughs> uh, then I'm flying from, I'm parking my car in Cleveland and flying to Sebastopol, California to do a show a mile from my dad's house. Yo, you, what was the first in Cleveland? You are parking my car in Cleveland uh? and then flying to Sebastopol, California to do three days of shows at the Sonoma County Fair. Mm-hmm. And then I'm my show ends at seven thirty and I have an eleven PM flight from San Francisco to back to the car in Cleveland. <laughs> and then I have to drive about two hours to Attica, Ohio for another state fair. You're doing some serious routing, aren't some you? Some serious routing issues, yeah. Or
1: routing I guess. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well rooting, I dig some also. <laughs> <laughs> I dig a lot with my nose. <laughs> But it is, uh, it, it's that time of year when I am on the road. So,
1: oh my goodness!
2: And that is in, but in see, my world. That's a lot.
1: But in 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 your world, there's these weird spaces in there that would never be in my world. Kiteboarding. Yeah, yeah. You've made a dreadful mistake. I don't know what to tell
2: you. <laughs> Career wise, if you can't go kiteboarding, you should quit, and you should quit now. <laughs> you should meet Scotty and Rich and I up there at the Outer Banks and
1: kiteboard. The amount of time I can spend with Scotty is limited. <laughs> well, that's why there's the other two of us. <laughs> we try to split it now, up. Now, didn't Lance Burton just uh unveil a statue of Gary Darwin? They're going to do that at in Michigan. That's it's the Do the, they know that that's the same cemetery that has Johnny Thompson's? Yeah. That's, you, you can buy wouldn't Lance? Lots. Wouldn't Lance want to do a thing about Johnny Thompson there? Well, we were at Johnny Thompson's last year. Oh,
2: you were? We were at Johnny's unveiling last year. Oh, I see. Which is uh, beautiful. Great. Mm. Really nice setup.
1: Yeah, we set that up for him, yeah.
2: It's really beautiful. Good job. It's really great. And now there's going to be one from Gary Darwin, not too far from there. and. Uh- that's where all the magicians want to be buried. Is that where you want to be buried? By- no, I don't want to be buried. I was planning on living longer than that. <laughs> if they have to bury me, okay. But otherwise, let's not. Let's where, try where, to skip that.
1: Where do you want to be buried, Michael Goodell?
2: I don't I don't have any preference at all. No plans at all? None at all. None at all. And in fact, I got in a lot of trouble getting back with my dad when he said, I want you to put my ashes under this tree. And I said, yeah, whatever. <laughs> and he didn't like that answer? He didn't like that answer. I was just joking. I'm, I'll do what he wants, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever was not what he wanted to hear. You got Yeah, got that solemn moment, it was not, uh, <laughs> it was not the right choice. <laughs> and how are your children doing? Good my ball. children are doing very well. My son has taken the day off from work to go with his uh, good friends group. There's an autistic group. And then it's going to see the new Thor movie this Oh evening.
1: well, my son loved it, and I have an interesting thing to say. I had, I had a discussion. Um, do you know that Jesus is now part of the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe? No, I didn't. Uh, really, I have, really buff. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't really speak with any authority. But it's really interesting. They Thor goes to the land of the gods. Right. <laughs> and they do not show Jesus, but it's mentioned that he's there. Hey, dude. <laughs> hey, Jesus, How's it going, bud? Exactly.
2: <laughs> Is, see, I, mean, I, I thought we should do a circus of the gods, and each of us play uh, a retired god. You know, and now Thor has to do this juggling act. <laughs> <laughs> Three hammers.
1: Yeah, see? It's, it's perfect. It's but, perfect. I mean, isn't that interesting that they interesting made that thing. choice? For, a for a, I mean, yeah. not a mass-marketed movie, the most mass-marketed movie. Yes. And wouldn't you think that somebody would be offended by that? <laughs> wouldn't you think? I mean, I don't know. People will be offended on either side of that.
2: Uh, if you were at the home of the gods, you certainly would swing by Jesus' place. You'd, at least on the bus tour, <laughs> you know, that's Jesus's house there. Wow, sometimes he comes outside and waves. <laughs> yes.
1: Like Joey Bishop. Yeah, like Joey Bishop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> who always comes outside to wave. <laughs> so
1: you, uh, to drive to Alaska is like 60 hours? 50, yeah, 55 hours apparently. Yeah, I you know, we um, there was a guy who was a, a big Penn and Teller fan. I'm going to say his name. Big Penn and Teller fan. And uh, we were playing Alaska, and yeah. our, we had a gig in someplace, Jersey or Ohio or someplace kind of eastern United States. And this guy came up to us, kind of a hippie Grateful Dead type guy, came up to us and said, uh, you're playing in uh, Alaska, whatever it was, 10 sure. days, 10 days. Would you give me... One of your props or some of your wardrobe, so I can drive it there. <laughs> it was like a performance art piece he did. This is very ready, Rich, isn't it, Ready? It is. Yeah, <laughs> Ready smiling his, his full head off.
0: But enjoy it at all. But I'll do it. Okay. <laughs> this is everybody's asked me this vacation that I took Highway Ten out and ninety back. Yeah. This last two weeks, and people have been asking me if I had a good time, and my answer to them is: Here is where I went wrong. I think. <laughs> I asked for a big orange head.
1: (laughs) So we gave him our ties. Right. Uh, And I think one other thing, and he put it in his car and said, I'll deliver it to you in Alaska. And then he drove from the Penn and Teller show, wherever it was in New Jersey, all the way up to the Penn and Teller show in Alaska, (laughs) And uh, and and then delivered it to us there
2: that's fantastic.
1: But he drove to the Penn show in Alaska. <laughs> but I can imagine the drive to Alaska must be, aren't there like whole hunks where you just, there's nothing?
2: I think there are whole hunks where there is nothing. I think it's a lot of uh, dirt road built by the military to try to make it possible to drive to Alaska, <laughs> which is hard to do because of the weather. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The roads expand and contract and water runs across them and it gets icy and snowy
1: and there was an article in the Times about a bicycle race <laughs> that goes from now the, we're talking that goes from the Canadian border yeah. to the Mexican border. Yeah, twenty eight hundred miles. I told you I met a guy doing that recently, and they said that um, it's really you know it's it's it, it, it is on paper a competition, but right, no one really pays attention to it that way. But with climate change, it's fucking them up because with fires and floods and stuff. Yeah. Um, they get really fucked up. Yeah. They're trying to go across streams and rivers. And,
2: yeah, oh. there's trouble now in California for the Pacific Crest Trail for the same. Too many fires, too many hot days. Now, it's what's the Pacific
1: Crest Trail? Pacific
2: Crest Trail is 200 miles across. Uh, or uh, there's two of them. I'm trying to remember which one. No, yeah, John Muir Trail is 200. Pacific Crest is from Oregon to to Canada. Mm-hmm. It's the hike through the through uh, the Sierra Nevada. There are. Uh, it's, it's a long walk. <laughs> <laughs> I have friends who did it. It's pretty interesting logistically. They mail themselves packages to different post offices for general pickup. Mm-hmm. And so when they get into town, they go to the post office and they get a box of, of camping food that they have mailed to themselves. And they walk back to their camps. Aren't box. there stores? Yes. Yeah, some of them have stores, but you don't want to really depend on that. If you have specific things that you're carrying, you're, uh-huh. you're, you, you, in backpacking, you want to carry a lot of dehydrated food because the water's heavy and, mm-hmm. you know, you're carrying it. You're literally carrying it. In rock climbing, that does not happen. Rock climbing, you just take whatever food you want because you would have to haul the water anyway. So oh, yeah. rock climbers eat better than hikers.
1: Oh, because you have to carry the water. And, yeah. Oh, that's interesting.
2: So you might as well carry it. You know, if you want whatever your can of beans is, you might as well do that instead of taking dried beans and water.
1: Mm-hmm. So Wow. I wouldn't want to do any of that. <laughs> Again, I'm
2: telling you, <laughs> there are costs for these things, my friend. You and your fame, they've cost you the, the delights. <laughs> oh. I mean, I didn't get to fuck a kangaroo, but, <laughs> but I will go kiteboarding with Scotty and Rich in two weeks. And, and both of you two nuts.
1: You'd be you'd be happy to drive to Alaska. Yeah, I would wouldn't be you find very yourself
2: happy to drive to Alaska?
1: And where's your hotel? You're going to stay at halfway through Alaska. I, halfway. I, I, I'm not worried about a hotel
2: driving through Alaska. I will carry a sleeping bag and a tent, and I will pull over to the side of the road if it gets bad. Uh, if it gets dark, not bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean if it gets dark? If it
2: gets dark, do you know something we don't. Yeah, about I'm going to drive very fast. <laughs> <laughs> now this time of year, it's late. It, the sun is up in
1: Alaska. While I was there, it was still daylight at eleven p.m. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right.
0: Because yeah. so.
1: I was, uh, I've been, I've been up north. I was in um, uh, Sweden or something, Switzerland. Right, one of those places that are all the same to me. <laughs> Stockholm. Where's Stockholm? Sweden. I was in Stockholm, and it was. Uh, you have the syndrome. It was amazing, which is not true. You know, the Stockholm syndrome doesn't exist. No, probably not. No. it's uh, It was just uh, a guy wrote it and who named it wrote about it as not being that. You don't really bond. <laughs> and this character. doesn't happen. And then everybody went, hey, that happened. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: That's what you want. That's good, concise writing right there. <laughs> People walk away with the exact opposite of what you were saying. Yeah. Hey, good idea.
1: <laughs> so what shows you got coming up there, Godot? You you detailed them. I you told you it. I'm doing 10 days
2: in Virginia Beach mm-hmm. and then a couple of days in Colon, Michigan, and then I'll be in Attica, Ohio, which actually some of the, some of the congregationalists came down to Attica, Ohio last year to see me. Oh, really? Yeah. And what's, what's at Attica? The smallest state fair ever. <laughs> About 40, 40 people. <laughs> and I'll go just. I'll do six shows for them, 10, ten at a time. <laughs> <laughs> Two with no one at it. <laughs> it is way nowhere. It is.
1: But it's going to be a state fair. Yeah,
2: it's probably a it, county fair. Yeah, it's going to be a city fair. And then. Uh, it is a small fair. And you're playing in. But it's great. It's got pig racing. And you're it's playing kind of in. The, uh, oh, pig racing. Swifty Swine? I don't, no, I don't think it's Swifty Swine. I think it's someone else. But
1: <laughs> and, uh, and what do you got? What do you got in California?
2: Uh, the Sonoma County Fair. I am at the Sonoma County, which is one that that, that people could go to. on The 9th, 10th, and 11th of August. August. It's got to be August since it's already that date now. <laughs> I should be there. Jesus, I got to get up. <laughs> yeah, 9th, 10th, and 11th, I am at the Sonoma County Fair. The 12th and 13th, I'm at the Attica Independent Fair. And then I'm at the Columbia County Fair in uh, Albany, New York. September 1st
1: through 5th. Oh, good. So you've got got to, oh, that's fair season. Fair
2: season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, September 6th, I am unemployed. And if you need a juggler, (laughs) connect to me on the website, please. Okay. Okay. Info
1: at MikeGudo.com. So back from Australia, I did not fuck a kangaroo. And try to be less scared, everybody, okay? Just be less scared of each other. Because that was Penn Sunday School. That was Penn Sunday School. cha -cha Cha-cha you become naked
2: <laughs> you should go kiteboarding with us man i'm not going k-
1: oh, you're missing out no i'm not missing anything
2: come on you're getting old you gotta and kiteboard. yes i'm
1: getting old i don't want to kiteboard you don't kiteboard now you'll never get to yes <laughs> yes that's the good part yeah
2: that's bad writing, so they said never have to,
1: huh? <laughs> you know we love you. Hey Matt Donnelly, you got to thank?
3: These people support us as loyal members of the congregation on Patreon.com slash Penn. Placida Scott, Dante Peace, Damian Martin. Adam Luce bought Penn's book just so that he can try placing his balls in a velvet bag and send Penn the picture. It's a long name. Timo Teehoff, Mark Pickenheim. Miriam Engels, Scott Kelly, Kelly M, Adam Berzins, Matthew Applehands, Fractured Adventures, Carlos Alvarez, Michael Cornwall, Ross Devereaux, Rue Dudley, Ryan Matthews, Jeff Bacher, Eric Dobell, Michael Torbay, Elon Lee, Jacob McCully, Kelsey Johnson, Nicole Martin, Crazy Cat Lady Scoop, Nick Hemsing, Music Man, Jamie Thrasher, Rachel Hawkins, Jake Schneider, Pete Hoke. Kelly McCauley, Jeremy Davidson, Robin Garnett, Ovi Demetrian Jr., Jeremy R. Twenty Two, Winter Wyakowski, Kristen Klitick, Michael Cohen, Dr. Scooplittle, Jeremiah Jenkins, Jesse Miller, Alexander Hoffman, Danny Olwine, Julian Webb, Sean Magruder, Stephen Volcano, Jim the Naked Magician, song of the Domain, Nudini.com, Scooped Mids, and Paul McBride. Thank you all so much.